Bobby Bones post show pre show. You know, I learned a term over the weekend called hat fishing. You ever heard of hat fishing? I haven't. I learned from Caitlin because she was we we saw some guy out and he was wearing a hat and she goes, I wonder if he's hat fishing. And I was like, I don't even know what that is. So apparently guys wear hats. And then they take it off. They could be either because they're bald or they have weird heads hmm. or something. And then when they take it off, they're not as cute as they were when they had the hat on. Oh. Interesting. So they go fishing with a hat on? No, it's like catfishing. Oh, I get Okay, I get it now. <laughs> I thought it was like, you know, no, I know, but funny. it could work that way too. Like you're you're going out fishing to look for a fish, a girl, but you wear your hat. Okay, okay, I get it. Yeah, so I'd never heard of it. But apparently it's a thing bald guys do too, where you wear a hat. And you attract people. Why are you looking at me? No, I'm just, you, I'm looking at you or Amy when I talk. <laughs> you ever heard of hat fishing? No, I never heard of it. But I mean, I guess I'm a hat fisher, I guess. I'm not trying to pick up chicks, but what I'm saying is like, I rarely go out in public and not wear a hat. So, I mean, basically, are girls always makeup fishing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Because, yeah, and then you see her without makeup. Yeah, but... This is a sensitive thing to talk about. It, it's, it, a, it, it's a bit <laughs> Why, different. Why, Eddie? Talk about it. Well, it's a bit different for girls because you guys have an expectation on you that is unfair that you have to wear makeup. Like, that's an expectation we put. You don't put an expectation on a guy to wear a hat. Mm-hmm. Right. So I would say it's a bit different because of that. But I'd never heard that term before. But, if, you know, I didn't want to throw at Eddie and say bald people do it first. <laughs> but But apparently, like, on dating apps, too, guys will go hat fish. I looked it up. Mm-hmm. No, they'll, a lot of their pictures would be them in a hat, and then you meet them. Morgan, you ever been hat fished? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <Have> you, <laughs> you ever heard that term? Yes. It's very much a common term used among people who are on dating apps and dating. I went on a date with a guy three times, and it wasn't until the fourth date that I even found out he didn't have hair because he always wore a hat. And if he doesn't have hair, fine. We all have our things. but That we can't control. But it would be like being short and putting wearing lifts for a long time. <laughs> Or like boots just and then, to make you taller. And then finding out later they weren't as tall. Or it'd be like misrepresenting your income. It'd be like any sort of purposeful misrepresentation. Is it like wearing Spanx? Again, you guys have an expectation on you. I'm not. So, Bones, let me get this straight. So, if you're bald or just, you know, you're balding or whatever, you're saying at some point, like if I'm going on a date with Morgan number two, on the third date I should not wear a hat just to tell her the truth? At some point... At some point in the first date, you take it off. Yeah. Oh, at some point in the first date, you just get, I just want to let, let you know, I don't have a lot of hair I don't there. think you have to no, do not that. Like, not like howdy, ma'am. But I think, <laughs> it, I think hat fishing is when you purposefully hide it for a reason. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're just wearing a hat if you're bald. Because yeah. I wear a hat, I'm not bald. But I think hat fishing is misrepresenting something about yourself. The fishing is misrepresenting something about yourself. Interesting. Because again. It, they're most of the time, they're self-conscious, too. Is what it is. So, like, if you just own it, then you just own it, and cool, life's good. Ooh, but, I don't know about owning bald hair, like a like a balding head. That's 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 hard to own that, because sometimes it just doesn't look good to like be half bald and trying to look like you're covering it up. You know what I'm saying? I, owning that doesn't really work to me. I see. But if you, there's if you, but confidence if you, but, but with my, it. But my point is, if you own it, some girls just may not like you and give you a shot. So mm-hmm. people like just own it and it'd be cool. But you may not even look at him if he's bald. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. my point. Yeah, yeah. So the fishing thing is just, it's a misrepresentation. It's not, but I think we all, I think there are people that do it too. We're all getting sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> I think. What do you mean, Bones? <laughs> I, I, I know what you mean. But anything could be misrepresented um, mm-hmm. for a reason. But it's tough if you're, you know, if you go, hey, I know someone, I know a dude once who lied about his age and said he was a lot younger than he was. I'm like, at some point, 
And they only went out like in three dates. He never had to like tell her that he was lying. Mm. I'm like, what are you going to be married for five years and be like, honey, listen, <laughs> I'm not actually 31. I'm 30, yeah. you know, or at that point I'm 50. So I'd never heard the term. My only point was I never heard the term hat fishing before, but apparently it's an app thing. And a dating thing. Dating app pe- thing. People wear a hat to hide their bald head. I know. Now I'm thinking of all the things that we hide, like emotions for, you know. Well, guys can lie about money. Mm-hmm. Height. That's crazy. Hair. Girls could, and guys could lie about weight. What, like wearing age, baggy clothes? Age. Well, I'm putting a picture up too that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the picture, you can just lie about anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, you know, you can put up a younger picture. Oh. It's, it's me and hammer pants. And I'm like, this was yesterday. <laughs> That's weird. It's like it's from the 90s. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's that. Um, Morgan had uh, sent me a story about a guy who is suing his date for $160,000 after allegedly kept catching herpes from kissing her. Oh, yeah. oh. oh this makes me think of that office episode. <laughs> yeah. Well, so wait, what, Morgan, do you know the story? <laughs> Well, yeah, so they just went out on a date, and I guess they kissed, and she gave him herpes, which I guess she didn't disclose that information. But mouth herpes is different. It is different. It's different than the herp. Yeah, that's way different. it's not the same. A lot of people, it's a different skin. I got mouth herpes. It's a... I think it doesn't everybody. Yeah, everybody has mouth. Yeah. It's a different kind of... Like a a cold cold sore. sore. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. 45-year-old Martin Ashley Conway claims he was left traumatized because of a date he got from the website meetup.com after a woman who knew (laughs) he claims they went on a romantic date and had a kiss, but it turns out to be the beginning of a nightmare who says gave her herpes. After a few days, the initial diagnosis, Conway suffered a panic attack and collapsed in his home after seeing mouth ulcers developing. I guess I'd need to see this. Like, how many? He claims it can He may be someone that didn't sit with. Mm. Right. Mm. He believes that she should be held responsible. She denies any liability. This poor girl, too. I if know. she really... Now she's in the news, known as mouth herpes. Oh. <laughs> Dang. It, yeah, in the episode of The Office, Michael, <laughs> what happens? Michael Scott has... A cold sore. Uh, a cold sore. He, but he's calling all these girls because they tell him he has herpes. And he calls all the girls he dated, and he's like, hey, listen, I just got to let you know I have herpes. And on one of the calls he gets on, and, and he goes, hey, listen, um, it's really hard for me to tell you this. I'm just, I'm just going to say it. I have H I R. And she's like, herpes? He goes, yeah. And th- then it turns out it's the mouth. It's not the same thing. Yeah. What an idiot. <laughs> it's too funny. Yeah. Uh, so there's that story. Mark, <laughs> mark that off my Sharpie list. My Sharpie list, everybody. Oh, yeah, there it is. This is what I do. I have all these stories. This is my show grid. This is my... Story page. I have all these stories I haven't done either, but I mark them off. Big Sharpie, one by one. I saw you saw that you were in that James Patterson novel. Mm-hmm. So I've been tagged on it a few times. Oh, you have? Uh-huh. I had no idea. So My j- aunt sent it to me. James Patterson wrote a new book, and the character in it lives in Texas, uh-huh. and he talks about listening to our show. No way. Texas yeah. outlaw. Uh-huh. So one of his characters is a country singer, and she has a new single coming out in the book, so she's going to premiere the song on the Bobby Bone Show. And then the story goes into her sitting on the Bobby Bone Show and her talking with us back and forth. And then it says, then there's a line that says, he hasn't heard it yet, asks Amy, the co-host of the show. <laughs> That's amazing. So That's my cool. aunt sent it to me 
James hey, Patterson, Texas outlaw. Can we try to get James Patterson on the show and ask him like, how he, yeah. that happens? Does he research to find? Yeah, it's a good question. I mean, we'll plug his book, but we're in it. Yeah, I've already reached out to him, so I've oh. got it in motion. Nice. What was the James Patterson story I'm thinking of in our Netflix show where he was on? What? Netflix show. Oh, you know what it was? It was a he, his only nonfiction book, I think, was... It was a... I think it was James Patterson, right? In music? No, it was like a crime docu-series on Netflix. And he was in it. And he wrote the book about it in Texas, in Oklahoma. Waco? No. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it wasn't even Wait, what did James Patterson. Maybe it was another one of those writers that writes all those. What was the show? Because it was where Blake Shelton's from. Where they were... The people yeah, it's were, called Murders Forever. Something like that, maybe. Oklahoma. I'm watching Mike D type oh, into the screen now. Oklahoma, Blake Shelton. Well, yeah, that's going to come up. <laughs> oh, Dang, he's got a lot of books. Yeah. It was the only one, though, in like the, maybe the 90s. Oh, Murder of a Small Town. Maybe that's it. Is that James Patterson? Yep. And it was his only nonfiction book? Did we talk to him or something? No, I just watched it. We're talking about James Patterson. Hmm. Murder of a Small Town. The true story behind a horrific crime. Oh, yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. Oh, well, now I'm going to have to watch that. It's on Amazon? No, maybe that's not it. Is it in Oklahoma? That's in Florida. Glade, Florida. Name no, the nation's most dangerous is, town. This is a different one. I don't know. We're wasting your time right now dissecting this on air. Thanks, everybody. Okay. Well, think, someone will know, and they'll let us know. It may not even be James Patterson. Who are those other guys that write those books like that? <laughs> <laughs> Dean, uh, what's his name? The, the, the who's the guy that did like the, the firm? The firm. Who's that? Grisham. John. Hey, I bet it was John Grisham. John Grisham. I bet it was John Grisham. Dude, to me, they're the same person. <laughs> but they're but not. they're not. <laughs> John Grisham, the innocent man. That's it. We got there. Okay. We got it is there eventually. See? Yeah, the innocent man, murder and injustice in a small town in 2006. It's the only nonfiction title of his. And they did a whole series on Amazon, on Netflix about it. It's true. Oh, yeah. We watched that. I just said that in oh, Ada, Oklahoma. Oh, good. Oh, I, I forgot. I mean, we've watched so many things. I know. But, yeah, I would never have remembered that I watched that until now I see the guy's face. Did you call 911 in your sleep? No. 911 called me. But, I mean, did you call them to get them to call you? No. They, they said that's what I did, but I didn't. And I have proof because I have the call log. I got a call at 3.56 a.m. And I answered it. And it was just like, almost just like someone was there but not there, which creeped me out a little bit. And then I hung up and didn't really think anything of it until I just couldn't stop thinking about it. So later in the day, I called it back. And a woman answered and she said, dispatch. And I said, Dispatch of what? <laughs> because, um, and she said, 911. And I said, what? Because the number that I called was not 911. It was like 615, da, 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 something else. And so I think they must have a, a line where they work that's not the 911, where they just answer like it's not an emergency, but they just said dispatch. And so I said, well, how, why in the world would y'all have called me at 356 in the morning? And she said, well, ma'am, the only thing I can think of is that we were calling to check on you because maybe you called and hung up. And I said, no, we were sleeping. Like, I didn't call you. So how'd that end? <laughs> I'd say that is the end. You went back to bed? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was later in the day. And that was later $10. in the day. <laughs> no, but I did. I thought, shoot, did I call 911 in my sleep and not know it? I don't know. 
People with bumper stickers or items hanging from their rearview mirror are more likely to engage in aggressive behavior on the road. Dang. Remember when Ray wanted those nuts to hang off his truck? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that got shut down by my fiance, though. She said she'd rip him off, and I yeah. don't know which one she was talking about. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know which one. Uh-huh. Things that ruin the mood for romance. Number one, cherry scents. Research shows that the aroma of cherry is a major turnoff. Alcohol is a depressant. So drinking more makes you sluggish. Yes. Diet soda, diet soda, diet soda <laughs> alters brain chemistry and hurts your sex drive and making you feel a tad depressed. Diet soda? Uh-huh. What? Anybody drink, Amy drinks diet soda, <laughs> don't you? Yeah, I mean, not really as much as I used to. How many times do guys with facial hairs touch their face? Eddie's doing it right now. I was doing it right now. Between three and four hundred times a day. Wow. As opposed to those who don't, 60 to 70 times a day. But yeah, people with beard, you just rub it? Yeah, all the time. All right, that's it. All right, we're going to get into today's show. Hope you like good shows, because if you do, you're going to like this one. (laughs) All right, enjoy. Bye, guys. So glad to be back. I love this job, so I'm always happy to come back to work. Well, well, well. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Had a good weekend. Did the Opry Saturday night. You know, we do the live Opry show, which you can watch on the Bobby Bone Show Facebook. Morgan, do a lot of people watch that? Yeah, it gets so much interaction on our Facebook page. People love that show. It's a great show. I had the most fun ever. I think we've done 15 episodes. Oh, wow. For 15 weeks, we've done it every, because you can't have a show at the Grand Ole Opry. And I love it so much. And so we, we were like, what can we do? Because it's done. it's been like 5,000 weeks in a row, basically. They've had the Opry running. So we keep the show going. And artists come in and they play. And there's nobody in the crowd, just me. And, you know, I hosted. And, but it was Clint Black and Darius Rucker, who just love both of them so much. Both as artists. And I've just got to know Clint a little bit. But Darius and I are, are pretty close. But it was just a, it was a wonderful night. And I was a diehard Hootie and the Blowfish fan. The quick story is Darius was my first ever radio interview at 17 years old. We've remained close. Um, just love him as a solo artist, but was a, just a massive Hootie fan. And he gets up and he plays Hold My Hand in, in rehearsal, right? Because Darius still loves to play Hootie songs. So he's doing All Right and Wagon Wheel and he plays <laughs> Hold My Hand. But Clint Black is such a lead guitar player, which I knew he played guitar, but oh. I didn't. So Clint starts doing the solo just... You know, he, he knew what key it was in. So as they're doing this, Clint Black starts going, bang, 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 bang. and Darius, oh, think, Darius thinks it's so funny and cool <laughs> that Clint Black's playing. So they do it during the show. And it, it was so cool to me that I texted Eddie, and I was like, I just watched Clint Black <laughs> play solo on a Hootie and the Blowfish song, and Darius was singing it at the Opry that I'm hosting and produce. It was just a great <laughs> performance. If you love country music, that's a great show. And then some of the artists I just really still geek out over. Like, regardless of what this job has allowed me to do, I'll still always be a fan of music, first and foremost. But Clint got up and he did, um, this a kill. Did, no, he did, did he do Killing Time? This yeah, he did Killing yeah. Time. He did, um, sorry, I, I made a playlist of, of Clint after the show, so I forget what songs I was listening to <laughs> afterward and what. But he did Killing Time. He did Nothing But the Tail Lights. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, but... This breaking news. Hey, Scuba, is Clint coming in now? He will be coming in, yeah. Okay, so he's going to be coming in this week to play. No way. Yeah. (laughs) So I met him for the first time virtually probably a month and a half ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm a huge geek, and we talked for a long time. And then 
saw him at the Opry. There have probably only been a few people that I thought, I just got to go meet this person. So I went up and Clint and I just talked for a while after the Opry show. And then we hit him up and he's got a new record out and he's going to come in and play. It was just really fun and I got to be a geek, music geek again. It's awesome. But what's better than Clint Black? Not much. Not much. Uh-uh. Hey, and you get to sit there and just watch the show by yourself in the like from the pews? Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm watching and I'm preparing, but I'm the only audience. When that show first started, they would finish and I would go. <laughs> I feel like both but, don't, don't do but that. But then it sounded weird into the cameras. But you can watch it on the Bobby Bone Show That's Facebook awesome. page on Saturday nights. Uh, Brad Paisley will be doing this Saturday coming up. But it was just uh, it was a really cool night. It was a really cool night. And I stayed after and... Anytime I found this, and if you're new to this show, like I, I'm from a really small town in Arkansas, I had no connections in radio entertainment ever. Started at a tiny station, I've just slowly worked up. Before we got to be a syndicated show, this is fast forwarding. I spent a ton of money to syndicate our show. I just believed in it, and nobody's ever nobody put us together as a show. We've kind of been the show that people said wouldn't ever fit, but you know, for me. Just being able to, to to meet these folks that I grew up with as a kid has always been the thrill. People now, peers, they're just dudes. Yeah. Yeah, but the ones that but the we ones to. and not just the country artists, but that's an example, Clint Black. But also like the, you know, one of my friends now, and I say my friend is a guy named Quinn Grovey who played quarterback for Arkansas back when I was like ten, and he's mm-hmm. he's like part of the athletic uh, staff at Arkansas now. But I mean, like, come on, I get to be friends with someone, <laughs> yeah. that I, but that's a big deal to me. Like Luke Bryan, whatever. I'll fart in the same room with him. I don't care. He's just, he's just a dude. We work together. Lionel Richie, dude. Lionel Richie. Oh, cool. yeah, it's got to be a, a big one. one. Yeah, so it's those things that kind of keep you honest. Well, let's get going here on today's show. How, you we have a good weekend? Yeah, I did. You, moving? Just moving. Today's the final day, mm. so I'll feel settled maybe tomorrow, Wednesday, Thursday. I heard your house was legit. Oh, oh, well, the, well there's not, it's like empty and being painted right now, but yeah. Well, yeah. Kayla went over. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I went over and, and trespassed. Uh, yeah. Well, I thought it was already your house. <laughs> it wasn't. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I heard, I heard it's nice. Oh, we're excited. I'm glad it was good to see. That's the first people that have really seen it. Some girls that were over and I, it was, I was like, okay, I got my girlfriend approval. Can I mention the paint story or no? What paint story? The color of your house. Oh, I don't know. Do I already want my new neighbors to not like okay, me? I don't matter. even know oh, if they know. Matter. Yeah, yeah, never mind. Never <laughs> mind. Know, That's like- a story for another day. Um, so today <laughs> is June 20, 22nd. In like October, somebody remind me to bring up Amy's paint okay, story. I'll write that down. It's okay. funny. I didn't know that was a thing. Oh, yeah. I know. If, I didn't either. If you guys listening will remind us in October, too, just be like, hey, tell Amy's paint story. Well, I've certainly never lived anywhere where it would be a thing at all to where I was, my husband and I were like, what? Yeah, no, me too. I was like, that's a thing? <laughs> remind us in October, everybody. Okay. okay? Got it. Had some listeners send me a bunch of questions. Uh, I'll answer. Amy, Eddie, you guys answer these too. Uh, first question, other than sushi, what should you never buy from a gas station? Uh, I'll go first. The hot dogs on the rotator. Oh, yeah, you got that was me. My next that was one. it. Or the movie theater. Don't buy them because I and I tell you, I bought sushi and hot dogs from those things. I got another one. What? Uh, milk. Don't buy chocolate milk, milk or whatever. Most of the chocolate milk, because a lot of that stuff. Exp- I mean, it's really close to expired or something. I buy most of my milk from the gas station. Oh, oh my yeah. gosh! I do most of when I go grocery shopping. Caitlin does most of it now. She orders it on an app. I go and I, I go to the gas. I have to pick something up. Gas station. I'm the. I don't want to park and walk all through the grocery I get store. It. I get it. I can park and walk the gas station, get it back out, just like that. And it's what, convenient? 
Yeah. yeah. So here's the thing. Made a grocery store. Got to find a place to park. Got to walk, walk, walk. Got to go in. Got to get it. Walk around. Made a gas station. Well, walk in, walk out, back home. <laughs> That's it. Done. Uh, Amy, go ahead. Like a tuna sandwich or Ooh. something. Oh, yeah. the sandwiches like that come in the little. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, Eddie? No. My mom was milk. I'm telling you, oh, the, milk. the last time bones I got milk at a convenience store, I mean, it was that, not. Did you check the expiration date? No, I just oh, okay. t- took a sip and I'm like, oh. <laughs> what did you want to be as a kid that seems really stupid right now? I'll go first. Uh, radio TV. <laughs> uh, no, no job security here, uh, Amy. I mean, it's stupid because there's no way I would have made it through the school for it, but a veterinarian, that's what I wanted to be. Eddie? I wanted to be a, a ke- like chemistry guy, just yeah. because I like like the What whole, do you mean a chemistry guy? Someone, what does that mean? Someone that just mixed stuff in tubes and like made things blow up. I had no idea what chemistry was, but it looked cool when I saw it on TV. What did a teacher do at your school with no backlash that you can't believe they got away with? I had a teacher once, ooh, ooh. who we all knew they were, this teacher was making out with students. What? And nobody didn't think about it. Dude, that's in high school. high school or college? High school. Because oh, I had that in college. High but. school, and this teacher was young for a high school teacher, and it was like 17, 18-year-olds. But you still, if you're 17, 18 in high school and they're 23, 24, you still can't do that. And nobody really cared because it wasn't 12, which was weird. You? Yeah, I don't know that I can think of anything a teacher did. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, I had a teacher in high school. Senior year, we would party at her house. Like me and like five dudes. Really? Uh-huh. Like party or party? Oh. Just part. No, like, like we would just drink. And okay. she would make us drinks. Well, is this weird? In third grade, uh, one of my teachers, if you got if you're got good enough behavior and good enough grades, you got to spend the night at her house. I never got to, but other people did. I don't think that's weird. It, was a, it would be weird now. I think, I don't even know that it would be weird now, but we would say you can't do it now. All right. right. Or if it was a guy teacher with girls, it would be Correct. weird. Okay. Can't do but that. but uh, she was cool. She I, and, I know yeah. she meant yeah, well, yeah, yeah. but it just... Different times. What's something you would love to do but can't justify the cost? Love to do, love to buy. I'll go first. Oh, yeah. Um, I was going to buy these shoes. They retail for about 100 bucks. They're the Ben & Jerry, uh, the Dunks. They're the Nike Dunks. It's like ice cream off. But they, right now, if you go and buy them off a website, they're $2,200. Mm. Oh, yeah. I'd That's buy them for retail. There is zero, but I, I can't justify the cost. It's still not as crazy as where my brain went for justifying the cost. What? <laughs> Well, my husband loves to fly airplanes, so I've always wanted to buy, a buy him a plane, but I can't justify the cost. <laughs> yeah, it's a little ridiculous. <laughs> but, uh, to be fair, your husband was in the Air Force for a long time. He does, He's yes, not like a guy who just likes to flies. fly. No, but I mean, I wish, yeah, there's a lot of pilots, especially Air Force ones. Like, they get they get together. Sometimes they can get a plane, Like, but there's like 10 people and that, but we just, yeah, we don't have that. Eddie? I want a boat, man. Yeah? Like, I want a boat really bad, but I can't. I can't do that. And I was I was on the lake too, like you know. I last- go shoes, and Amy goes airplane. It's like and Eddie's right in the middle. <laughs> yeah, like that, that's a normal. Right? <laughs> well, I was just I went extreme, of course. Amy's I- like a castle, <laughs> <laughs> a castle in Ireland. Yeah. No, that's something. I guess I was just looking at the question a little differently. What would you need to get a boat? What do you mean? What I need? Like what would happen in your life so you could get a boat? My kids would have to stop taking money from me. Mm. Is that you gonna know? happen? <laughs> like when they leave at the the house? I yeah. don't know when that's gonna be. But boats are just such a aren't they just a money pit? That's what they say. Uh, what bring another thousand? B O A T. They say they say the the best two days of owning a boat is when you buy and when you sell it. Um. They say a lot of things. About boats. <laughs> all right, send us your questions. We get those sometimes. We'll read them all together and rattle them off for you. <laughs> 
All right, Lunchbox, what'd you do? Yesterday was Father's Day, so what I did is I called him up, and I was like, hey, I got a crappy Father's Day gift. All I wanted was something from Bass Pro Shops, and my kids didn't get it for me. Can you give me something for free? <laughs> I haven't heard this yet. All right, here we go. Track yourself. Uh, yeah, how you doing, man? I'm good. How you doing? Man, I'm not doing too good, man. I'm, I celebrated Father's Day today, and I mean, I was expecting some really cool present, and I got... Some my kids painted paint on their hand. They stuck it on a piece of paper and said "Happy Father's Day." Like it's just like I asked them. I wanted a boat, is what I really wanted for Father's <laughs> Day. I mean, like. I hear you. So, like, can you give me a boat to cheer me up? Like, I can't give you one, but I can help supply the inventory for you to purchase one to uh, cheer you up. I mean, I know Bass Pro's got some nice boats. You know what I mean? I'll trade you. The, I'll trade you this <laughs> stupid hand painting for a boat. Now, hand paint's a nice bubble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. Here's more of this. So what are we looking for? I mean, maybe give me an ATV or something. I won't be able to just give you an ATV. Not for some hand painting. I mean, dude, this is like the worst Father's Day ever. Like, I would, like maybe you can give me some, you know, I don't know. What what can you give me for this hand paint? What can, what can you give me to cheer me up? Sir, I can't give you nothing for some hand paint. What about a tracker boat? Just give me one of those. <laughs> I can't give it to you, but I can show you what we got. <laughs> well, no, that, the whole point is to give me something for Father's Day. That's the whole point of Father's Day. My daughter's probably giving me a macaroni painting or something. <laughs> yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, why are kids so terrible? I won't be able to just give you nothing, sir. Well, geez, you just made my Father's Day even worse. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to hear about it. Yeah, uh, okay, well, good luck with your macaroni, man. Yeah, you take care, sir. This guy's getting heckled, and he's still the nicest guy. So nice. <laughs> All right, Lunchbox is uh, calling Bass Pro Shops. Uh, here we go. Thank you call Bass Pro Fish Pump, and I can help you. Hey, how's it going, man? Good, how about you? Man, I'm having a bad day. I, I mean, got my Father's Day gift. You know, I'm thinking, oh, my kids will get me something cool, and they give me stupid macaroni glued to a piece of paper. <laughs> Like, how would that make you feel if you get macaroni glued to a piece of paper? Yeah, I know how you would. What you feeling? Like, I feel awful. Like, I'm like, oh, you'll get me something from Bass Pro. You know what I mean? Like, I've been telling them, Johnny Morris, Rod and Reel. Did they get that for me? No. So I was hoping maybe you could hook me up to cheer me up. Will you throw in a boat, too, so I can do some fishing? No, I can't do that. But you'll just give me the Rod and Reel, though, right? No, I can't do that either. You got to come in and get it. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll come in and get it. But then, I, I mean, but it's free 99, right? No. This poor guy. He's just trying to work. He's trying man. to work his day. <laughs> Lunchbox did get that Johnny Morris Rod and Real plug in there, though, for Bass Pro. <laughs> okay, what what if I come in and work for four hours to get away from the kids? Like, that's what I really wanted was really to get away from the kids. So what if I came and spent four hours and was like your shadow and just did the <laughs> task around Bass Pro? Can't help you out there either. Well, no, no, I can dust. Like, you know, like the catfish, I can, you know, clean the tank. And, you know, like those, like, stuffed animals on the wall, they look a little dusty. I'll get up there and dust them, and that'll, like, earn me the rod and reel. Nope. Can't do it. <laughs> so what if I work six hours, and I don't even take a break? Nope. There's only one way. Oh, you'll buy it for me for Father's Day? Nope. You're not going to convince me. Can I, can I use the macaroni at least for fishing? You think that'll catch me some fish? I don't think so. Do you have any good news for me? No. <laughs> Thanks for nothing. Wow, so nice. Lunch is going to intern for free for six hours. And then clean the fish clean tank. The fish. All right. Big shout out to Bass Pro. They had no idea, but they are a big sponsor here oh. on the show. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. 
Darius Rucker described himself as a father. Yeah, I'm always fun until it's not fun anymore, and then Daddy's not the, the fun guy. But uh, I think it's a. I was a fun dad. I, I, I'm a loving dad, I think they would say. I, when I'm home, I'm gone so much that when I'm home, I just shower love upon my kids. I say I say I love you probably 50 times a day. Uh, we hug, we kiss all the time. It's always, you know, I'm always wanting them to know how much I love them. Brad Paisley teamed up with Amazon's regular heroes to help a farming couple in Kentucky. He donated a year's worth of N95 masks for their entire farm staff, and the couple has been trying to have a baby, so he promised them financial support for fertility treatments. Thomas Rhett explains how his dad, Rhett Aikens, was a great example for him. My dad made life feel very normal, even though his life was not. And so I would say that that has been instilled in me. Just no matter what we get to do, whether traveling around the world and playing shows and then watching me sing, I do want them to stay as grounded and, and feel like they live as much of a normal life as they possibly can. And so I'm super thankful to my dad for helping me do that, too. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. With libraries and schools closed everywhere, some kids haven't had books. But a middle school librarian in Virginia named Kelly Passick came up with a creative way to keep kids reading. Her idea was have drones deliver the books right to kids' doors. So Kelly already uses Wing, which is a drone delivery service, to bring her meals and household goods. And she's like, well, why don't we start doing this for books? So that's what they do. The company just started dropping books off to students. Said they... Kids are thrilled. One, if you just get something like, like a treat at your door, it doesn't matter what it is. Like Amazon can give me something. They can deliver, and I don't know what it is, if it, even if it's toilet paper. I'm like, oh, I got a package. It's exciting. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's fun. But if it's like a book, I'm sure some of these kids are reading more because of this. Also, I have a drone in my house that Amy's husband gave me for a gift, I don't know, like two or three years ago. I st- it's still not out of the box because I don't <laughs> I don't want to break it. I don't know how to use it. Mm-hmm. By now, is it old, though? No. You think you still use it? Yeah. Because I kind of like sure. spying some windows no, around my neighborhood. Oh, wow. It's really good. <laughs> oh, it is a good drone? Yeah, have him just teach you. Okay. How much lessons? Free. Oh, dang. For uh, you. That, free. that I'll sign up yeah. for. Anyway, congratulations to her. That's a big shout out because that's awesome. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Winnipeg. A family woke up in the middle of the night because someone was breaking into their garage. They called police. The guy got away. But about 15 minutes later, here comes the suspect creeping back because he dropped his car keys in the garage. Um, I can picture him creeping with the Pink Panther theme. <laughs> da-dum, 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 da-dum. And he's trying to get away with it. Dang, they got him. Yeah, huh? police were still on the scene, so they arrested him. You know, on Friday's show, we were talking about here in town, there was a, uh, a guy that tried to rob somebody. Remember this, Amy? Mm-hmm. And so he goes up to the car at the mall to rob him, and he's got a gun. He goes up to the guy in the car, and the guy in the car has a gun on him. and goes, Shoop, boom, pops him right in the knee. Oh, <laughs> I didn't expect that. Didn't expect that. It's like, what are the odds? Oh. Right. And then the guy that was originally robbing with the gun was like, oh, crap, and just kind of hobbled away, and they caught him on, like, the steps of the mall or courthouse or something. Nice. Like, oh. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Raymundo, you guys leave on Thursday night for your bachelor party? Yeah! Woo! Are you nervous? It's this week? <laughs> nervous? COVID's a- going up everywhere! I'm not nervous. There's precautions you can take. We've been informed how to make yourself as healthy as possible and to get through these COVID times. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're pumped about it. I know there's been... Eddie and I couldn't go. That was disappointing. Yeah, your, sorry, man. Your best man ended up bailing out. Oh, he can't go. That was a gut shot. 
What I heard, though, was from one of the guys is that you guys want to donate plasma because you need money for Vegas. Should you be going to Vegas to gamble <laughs> if you have to consider donating bodily fluids? Probably not, but uh, to have more funds, it only makes it more fun. <laughs> so that's really why we're going to do it. If we can get some hundreds of dollars put together, let's win big. Why go there playing the dollar slots? But I guess my question is, are you that hard up for money? Oh, not at all. I do have some... Uh, uh, wedding costs that have come up, just randomly small stuff, save the dates, nothing more than that. But uh, And then it rents increased a little bit at my apartment. But So yeah, I, I do need a little <laughs> bit more money for gambling. What and, do you make, Lunchbox? Just donate your plasma. I think we looked it up, and I think we can get 400 bucks maybe. And here's my thing, an extra $400, if we're it, the extra money is just important. you got to get as much as you can because you don't want to go. Like, what if that extra $400 it was, makes you win big? Like, you're down to your last 400 oh. and be like, this was for the plasma, and that's what good karma <laughs> comes to your... Oh, I'm just telling you. Did you give up on that sentence? <laughs> well, your good karma comes to you, and you just... Go, I mean, that $400, God's like, you know what? You, you think God wants you to gamble more? Oh, God. The gambling gods, yes. Mm. And they're like, you donated plasma for that? We're gonna make you win millions. Are you guys really gonna go donate donate plasma? Yeah, yeah. I've uh, interesting. We've already gone through some of the steps, so hopefully we can do it this week. <laughs> Don't this forget Thursday night, Raymond has to bet the money I gave him on red on the roulette wheel. Yeah. Oh gosh, they're just collecting money left and right here. Oh, yeah. and Lunchbox tried this bit where he tried to give us all. He tried to trick us all into giving him money. Yeah. <laughs> Did everybody get the email? A, yes, a we all got the dumb email. When he didn't send it as a mass text, he sent it to us all individually. And he was <laughs> yes. like, "Hey, this is between me and you." Um, Ray could really use some money for the and and then you click the link and it was like GoFundMe and it was at zero dollars. <laughs> <laughs> He's Did like, Ray, this will mean the world to Ray. And we know that you would be there if you could, but since you can't be there, then make a donation. And he sent it to all of us separately. Morgan, did you get it too? Yeah, I got one. <laughs> did you? Did anyone donate? No. no. Of course <laughs> not. Guys, like, I don't understand why you guys don't donate. Like, you can't be at Ray's bachelor party, but being friends of Ray, you should want to be part of the bachelor party, so you donate to have a good time. Well, he, I did, first of all. I gave him money. Yes, Bobby And then did. I said, hey, I'm throwing him a, a, a Ray Mundo right. party at my house. Raytopia. Raytopia 2020. Uh -huh. I'm down for that one as well, as long as we can make it through Vegas, baby. So, Eddie? They're even saying if you donate, they'll, like, do shots on, uh, in your name. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, like, this is will, Amy! They will order the drink. This is Amy's shot, everybody. Toast to Amy! I mean, that's like, kind of cool. No, it's yes! not Amy. Yes! It's yes! Awesome. Yes! Yeah, I'm gonna donate. I didn't yes! know that part. <laughs> yeah! I didn't know that part. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I yeah. They're not going to do it. Don't put this link up live for listeners. Do, um, we can't ask the listeners for no, Rainbow Dose money. Can't. Oh, yeah, no. Okay. I mean, but, but if I they want to find no. it. Well, can I just Venmo or do I have yeah, to do that? Yeah, just Venmo. Yeah, yeah, you can just Venmo. I don't want to do the and GoFundMe. <laughs> Ray, I need a video that says, this goes out to our girl Amy back in Nashville at home. <laughs> she should be <laughs> here right now. Living that mom life. I'll hit you with that shout out, girl. Whatever you want. All right, well. Uh, this week, I'm looking forward to you going. Yeah. We got to figure out the situation when you guys get back where oh, you're yeah, going to be quarantined. Off, right? Not off, <laughs> but not in this room. <laughs> the Bobby Bone Show. All right, let's hear from Angel in Southeast Texas. Hey, Bobby. I've been listening to your old podcast, and I really think you and Amy should bring back wife confessions. It is so funny. Now we can do that next week if we want. Yeah. You have somebody call up and leave messages. Wife confessions is just if you're a wife and you want to confess something to the show, we hear it and we say you're free. You, you're, yeah, those we are abs fun. We absolve you of your sins. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we'll turn to that next week on the show. Thanks for calling. I saw Dyson has a $400 hair dryer on sale at Best Buy. It was on sale? Yeah. 
Can you explain to me? <laughs> Listen. What in the world a hair dryer does to be worth $400? My hair person has one. Is you're telling me it's on sale? It's amazing. It's amazing. I, she blow dries my hair so much faster than it used to. And I think she got it maybe a year or two ago. And it, it, I don't know. It's powerful. Dyson just created something that's like super blow dries your hair super fast. The Dyson Super Sun. This is not a, this is an anti-commercial, oh, by yeah, the way, because I, I cannot like believe so yeah. that someone paid $400 for a hair dryer. Right. The Dyson Supersonic Hair Dryer is engineered to protect hair from extreme heat damage oh. with fastest drying and controlled styling to help increase smoothness by 75%, increase the shine. How do they know these percentages? Increase the shine by up to 132% and decreases frizz and flyaways by 61%. Oh, flyaways. Oh. Uh, what kind of hair dryer do you have? Like a, I don't even know. Morgan... Is there anything you can say to justify a $400 hair dryer? Yeah, because I bought one. <gasps> oh, you have one of these? Yeah, oh. I do. Oh, she admitted, I'll admit it, I have one. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, oh. What on earth? I didn't want to say it. I didn't so you asked it. I was like, I don't know. First of all, Amy, not good. I know, but I couldn't. I, I didn't uh, want to be. I Not really. <laughs> I never said. I said it's on sale. Like, that's a good thing. I would maybe maybe uh, get somebody else one. They're so good. There's 1,300 reviews for this thing, mm-hmm. and it's got all five stars. I just can't believe people pay 400 bucks for a hair dryer. Well, I'm telling you, it blow dries my hair in like five minutes. It takes away so much time. Like, I, if I use a normal hair dryer, it takes me like 25 minutes. Also takes away the frizz. Yeah, and flyaways, we heard. 70%. Does it make breakfast, though, or do the dishes? I know. We're not proud. Well, I can't speak for Morgan, but we're, I probably can. We're not proud of ourselves. Yeah. Like, it doesn't. And also, if my husband's listening now, he'll know. Mm-hmm. Uh, he didn't know you yeah, bought it? he didn't it? know. I thought you guys wow. had a, a deal yeah. where no, no. you couldn't spend money up he, to. No, no. He knows. Well, that it's gone up, but still, he would think this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. He knows I have a Dyson. He just probably has no idea how much it is. Oh. <laughs> he thinks it's about the Dyson vacuum. Right. He, Unbelievable. So now, oh, this so what's is, the what's the normal price? Color me shocked by the price of that. Four hundred. So but it's on off? sale. How they, on, much? they only make no. It's at three ninety nine. Oh, 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 three ninety nine. I didn't yeah, pay yeah. more than that. Did you? No, I yeah. bought it like at a Christmas sale, so I did buy yeah. it on sale. Mm. Crazy. Call us. We'd love to hear from you. 877-77-BOBBY. B-O-B-B-Y. Here is Tyson from Savannah, Georgia. Hey, Bobby. How's it going? I was just listening to the show on, on my way to work, and I just want to give you guys a call and uh, say I appreciate it. Also, I was going to say, like, I never seen you guys, so I have no idea what you guys look like. Uh, and I always have this uh, mental image of what you guys might look like based on uh, based on your voices every day. I don't know if that's something that you've... Uh, had other listeners uh, comment on before, but uh, I just thought that was interesting. Mm. I'm very chiseled. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, you can go uh, to my Instagram, at Mr. Bobby Bones, if you want to get a look at this. I'd encourage you not to, honestly. <laughs> Whatever uh-huh. you're picturing is better than what the real thing is. <laughs> Probably. But when people call in and do have that, I want to know what they think. Mm-hmm. Like, I, if I don't know, if you want to call back and tell us in your head how you see us, since he's not <laughs> acting like he's going to go look. Um, at Bobby Bone Show to watch clips of the show too. So yeah. our, our Instagrams are they're popping. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, I'm a nerdy. I'm a I'm a per, I'm a six point eight with big dark rim glasses. You know, that's about accurate, huh? 
Yeah, I mean, no, I'm not. I don't know. <laughs> said, Did yeah. you give you a six point eight? Like that's you self. Yeah, yourself giving myself a number. Scored. I'm, say, I'm a little above average, but not much. I'm not. No, I'm. I'm no prize. Oh, okay. You know, Amy, on the other hand, solid five. Stop it. Solid ten. Oh, that's you're li- <laughs> He's lying. No, oh, bull, so. bull crap. Okay, do you ever watch that show? Um. Love it? is blind. No, they were ru- they were <laughs> Russian spies. Americans, the, the Americans? Americans. That's who Amy looks like. Carrie Russell. Oh, yeah, I'm a spy. If I were picking somebody, you look like probably Carrie Russell. Yeah. Uh, me like, uh, slightly. Oh, Dexter. Oh, but yeah. With brown the guy hair. From Dexter and but glasses. With glasses. Yeah. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So next year's honorees for the Hollywood Walk of Fame have been announced. And in 2021, some celebs that are going to be there, Trisha Yearwood, the Judds, and Kelly Clarkson. Oh. So congratulations to them. There was 35 overall announced. but I was going to say, dang, they went hard on the country stuff. Nice. Yeah. yeah. No, like Salt and Pepper there and there too. This year, Missy Elliott. I go and I'm like, I want to hear Grandpa. Grandpa, <laughs> tell me about them good. Like, no, Bob, we're not doing a show. We're just getting a star here. Yeah. But that's cool. Good for them. That's pretty cool. Sometimes when I go work out there and I'll be doing American Idol, I'll walk down that star walk of fame. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty gross. Like, cause, <laughs> That's because it's dirty? Yeah, it's just dirty. Like, <laughs> and occasionally you find a good star, like a cool I think Garth has one. There's a lot of no names, huh? Like, you were like, we're like oh, who is that? I don't know who that is. Old people, though. Yeah. Like from the 20s and 30s and stuff. Yeah, that's cool. Good for them. What else? Well, there's this thing called a psychic artist on Etsy, or not a thing, a person, and they use their psychic abilities to see your future soulmate, and then they draw you a detailed sketch of them. You just, and then it describes their personality and all that, and it's sent to you within like 24 hours. You just have to provide your name, birth date, and pay $66. Yeah. She can't finish them fast enough. Yeah. So evidently, you have to, if you sign up now, you're going to be on a wait list because she's behind on drawing. She's gotten so many requests. That's fun, right? Well, I mean, I guess it's something, too, to hold on to, keep in a drawer, and then when you do start dating somebody, do you pull it out, and you're like, hmm, well, they sh- let me He kind of looks like the stick figure. He does have two <laughs> arms and two legs. Interesting. <laughs> All right, what else? So I thought about you when I saw this, Bobby, because the guitar played by Kurt Cobain during his 1993 MTV Unplugged performance has sold... For $6 million. <laughs> yeah, I saw. I'm going to go down the list a little bit with you guys because I pulled all of the auction numbers because they sold a whole bunch of stuff. That's awesome. But yeah, the the guitar for Kurt Cobain, where did he play that? At the MTV Unplugged. The oh, the, the acoustic one. Nirvana. The acoustic one yeah. of my favorite albums. Oh, I know. I think time. when we learned that this was going up for auction... I feel like we were all going to try to get together and get it for you. Yeah, but we thought about it, but the, no. The, Wait, how much did they go for? It went for $6 million, but the starting bid, we didn't know where that was going to be. Like and then 500 we would have been the max <laughs> if you all could have gone in. We didn't know. I mean, really. Well, that's it, nice, though. It started yeah. at a million, but then quickly escalated, and $6 million breaks the world record. So it's now the most expensive guitar sold at an auction, wow. and some guy that owns a microphone business in Australia bought it. It's really cool. For me, you got to think, the 90s, I was two things. I was 90s country and 90s grunge alternative. Mm-hmm. And sometimes at the same time, and sometimes I would kind of peter off on uh, one direction or the other. And that album, to me, was the most grunge country record it could have possibly been together. <laughs> because they're sitting around playing acoustic and, and these trees and plants and stuff. and they're play- that, that MTV acoustic is just one of my top 
mm, seven or eight favorite albums. Yeah, I would have loved it. Sorry. But, sorry, man. We yeah, tried. You, you yeah, tried? We, we, we got outbid. Sorry. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for thinking about me. All right, Amy. Yeah, that's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So this 15-year-old girl, Anika, she noticed that people were delivering meals to local hospitals and taking care of those working there, but that nobody was looking out for the people working the COVID-19 testing tents. So she decided that she was going to take care of them. She reached out to people in her community, friends, family, asked for donations. Then she raised a bunch of money, and now she delivers meals to people working the tents all herself. Wow. Man, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. That's what it's all about right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. Let's go over to Amy and get the morning corny. The morning corny. What kind of pizza can tell the future? What kind of pizza can tell the future? A medium. (laughs) Oh, yeah, there you go. That was the morning corny. All right, let's go to Chelsea in Southern Pines, North Carolina. Hi, Bobby. Good morning, studio. I just wanted to say I am obsessed with these Lunchbox segments every day. He is so funny, and it makes the show a lot more entertaining. So thanks, you guys. Yeah, Lunchbox prank calls have been awesome. You know, those guys over there come up with some great ideas for those prank calls. Yeah. And so I see them, and I'm like, dang, that's funny. Also got a shout-out. Tig and Daniel used to be a show here. They're not anymore, but Daniel helps come up with the prank call ideas, too. Oh, so, nice. yeah, I probably come up with probably half of them. So they all just kind of sit over there and talk about prank calls. That's what they get paid to do. What kind, what kind of amazing job is that? Pretty amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, appreciate that. We, we think they're great, too. So thanks for sharing. You guys can call our voicemail line, too. 877-77-BOBBY. We'd love to hear from you. Here's a message from Millison in Washington. Good morning, studio. I was just calling because my husband just recently got deployed, and I'm going to have to spend my birthday alone this year again. So I was just wondering if you had any ideas on what I could do this year for my birthday, something really cool and fun. Thanks. I hope you guys have a great day. Boy, that's tough. Alone, cool, and fun. I had a birthday full quarantine. We have Millicent on. We, we got the message, so then we called her. Hey, Millicent, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Hi, Millicent. How's it going? Good. How about you? Pretty good. It's always weird. I feel like I'm talking <laughs> to someone famous because I heard her voicemail. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, this is really her. That's kind of weird. I feel like I'm talking to somebody <laughs> famous right now. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Millicent, I have, some, I, have, I, have a story, I have a story I'm going to share with you, okay? My birthday was in full quarantine, and it was my 40th birthday. And we were supposed to have a humongous party, yeah. Yeah. and Amy had planned it for months, and it ended up not happening. And so, but I still, I had Caitlin and Amy there, and it was still a great birthday. And, but I think the reason it was a great birthday is because I didn't put a lot of expectation into it. Amy had a quarantine birthday. Right. And did I go to yours? I, I was at your house. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I did go to yours, kind of. Yeah. At you, my house. You and Caitlin. So I think, yeah, it, this will happen. I mean, if this, this is going to happen, especially if your husband is in the military. So there's going to be, I think, a handful of special occasions that you're going to have to go through alone, but it doesn't mean you can't make them special and memorable. And uh, it's also why we're here because we want to make it a little bit special. Yeah. Uh, before we make it special, let me know about what, what's up with your husband. What's his name? Can you say his name? Yeah, his name is Jacob. And where's he? what branch of the military is in? 
in the Navy. Well, tell him that we said we appreciate him, that we're very grateful for his service. We're grateful for, for you, too, because, listen, as Amy can attest to, being a military wife's not easy. Oh, it's definitely hard sometimes. Well, for sure when they're gone because you get worried about what they're doing and uh, when they're going to come yeah. back. Mm. Well, now is where I come in and mm-hmm. swoop in and give a little bit of delight. Come on. Well, here's what I'm going to do, Millicent. Wait, hey, do you live in Washington State or Washington, D.C.? Washington State. Oh, wow. I just moved here two months ago in the middle of all of this corona stuff happening. Where'd you move from? And um, I moved from Virginia. All the way across wow. the country. Did you drive that? Yeah. So he actually had to be here before I did. And I had to drive by myself from Virginia. I stopped in Tennessee, saw some family, stopped in Texas, and then came on all the way to Washington. Holy moly. That is a heck of a drive. Do you have any car problems? <laughs> actually, not until my very last day, <laughs> thankfully. Um, I had 300 miles to go, and all of these lights came on the engine, like the check engine light and traction control, and it was raining. But I got here, and everything was fine. We traded in the car, so I'm good. Nothing bad, hopefully, Traded in the car, and you told them nothing happened. No lights (laughs) have ever been on. (laughs) Yeah, all great. My girlfriend, did did I talk on this show about her Her tire? tire? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, you did. She got to Amarillo, and the lights started coming on, going low tire, low. She was like, ah, we'll be fine. (laughs) She drove it all the way across the rest of the country here. And then when she got here, it was like, just dead. Like, just like you, Um, she got here. Okay, but here, Millicent, here's what I have for you. I am going to give you a $500 Visa gift card from giftcards.com. Wow. Yeah. So you can, whatever you want, whatever, cause you can spend this anywhere that takes Visa gift cards, which is basically anywhere and everywhere. Yeah. So I'm going to give you a $500 Visa gift card from giftcards.com uh, just for listening and calling and since your husband is serving us, you know, and these gift cards are awesome because with a custom photo and text, each gift card can be personally designed for its recipient. Melissa, I'm not going to design one for you because it'll have an Arkansas Razorback or a Chicago <laughs> Cub on it. Um, but um, for you, you're going to get it for your birthday, okay? Wow, thank you so much. Does that make your birthday a little better? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we like that. All right, well, thank you for calling. Happy birthday. Hang in there. How old are you going to be, 22? 23. Oh, wow. I can always tell. <laughs> you're close. <laughs> you can, can always tell. All right, hey, Melissa, hang on, and uh, we'll get all your information, okay? Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Let me say this, and we're doing something with giftcards.com because first responders out there deserve thanks, but even better than just a thank, a gift card. You can surprise a first responder with a gift card from giftcards.com slash thanks or make a contribution to the first responder organization, Team Rubicon. So giftcards.com. And uh, all you got to do is hop over there, giftcards.com slash thanks. Giftcards.com, Visa gift card can be used everywhere. Visa debit cards are accepted in the U.S. Time to pick our favorite fast food chain restaurants. It's another draft, and I have the first pick. My favorite chain restaurant at number one is Chick-fil-A. Good one. Solid. So I'm going Chick-fil-A because it tastes so good to be so reasonably priced. And when you go, you feel special because they say, my pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) They do. We're drafting our favorite chain restaurants. Amy, I have to skip you. You're not in because you finished last. Oh. Of course. Yeah. Uh, over to Lunchbox. Lunchbox? Oh, uh, yeah. With Chick-fil-A off the board, I was like, okay, what's that's number one. But 1A is easy. This name may be deceiving. It's not only in Texas. It's all over the country. Give me Texas Roadhouse. Good one. All right. Eddie? Delicious. 
Um, you know, it's a hard. My first pick was a hard one, but I'm gonna go with America's favorite. Just to play checkers sometimes, or get a root beer and play the game oh. with all the teas. We're going to Cracker Barrel. That's a good one. Come on! Oh, that's a good one. I was hoping that one would be around for second round. <laughs> Dang. Morgan, number two, your favorite chain restaurant. Well, everybody knows this is my favorite place. I go here every weekend, and it's Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. 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 You do. Both are true. It is great, and you do go there every weekend. And she's a vegetarian going to Taco Bell, <laughs> which is weird. Yeah. Raymundo. Easy one for me. We all go to Chili's and get those baby back, baby back, baby back, baby back. <laughs> Chili's, please. Back. <laughs> you know what's great about Chili's? It doesn't get the, the respect that it deserves. It's skillet queso. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, so good. Like, it doesn't get brought up in enough of the oh. conversations about things inside of restaurants. The skillet queso is just right on. All right. All right, first round's complete. We're picking our favorite chain restaurants. What's going to happen is we're going to make a team, and you vote on the team that you like the best. All right, Raimundo, since you went last in the first round, you go first this round. Go ahead. Good desserts, good food. Cheesecake Factory. Dang it. Oh, that's a good one. The big old menu, too. It's like, here you go. Here's the Moby Dick of menus. Enjoy reading. <laughs> Morgan, what do you have? Well, they have the best breadsticks around. It's Olive Garden. Oh. Good one. You got Taco Bell and Olive Garden. That's a good one. Eddie? Stole that from right under my nose, Morgan, number two. Uh, I'm going to go with, of course, Texas's favorite, my favorite fast food restaurant, the best burger in the land. And I know I'm going regional here, but I know they will vote. Give me Whataburger. Come on. It's a good burger. You really are hoping for that our yeah. Austin, San Antonio audience to really come through for Alabama, you. Florida. There's one in Arkansas. Ar- yeah, one in Arkansas. <laughs> Please vote. Come on. All right, Lunchbox, you have Texas Roadhouse. What are you adding to yours? Uh, well, I was looking at the Cheesecake Factory. That's pretty good. I love the Roadhouse, but, I mean, this is my favorite place. I used to go there with Grandma and Grandpa all the time. It's made from scratch. Give me cheddars. Is that regional, too, though? No, it's all over, man. Is it? Because I'd never heard of cheddars until I was living in Austin. Yeah, do you I do it's like all it. over in certain regions? Well, everywhere I've been, I've been to Cheddar, so I mean... You've been to a lot of places? I've been to about like four or five Regionally. states. Regionally. Yeah. <laughs> Out of 50, good one. I do, I do like Cheddar. So. Um, I have Chick-fil-A as my, my first pick, so it's now my pick again. You know one that's really good that's not going to get picked? What? Is Bonefish Grill. It's a good one. I'm not going to pick it. It's good. That that Bang Bang shrimp they have at Bonefish Grill... So good. Is, is, is solid. Hmm. I'm going to go with... Mm. Outback. Oh, gosh, that was my final pick. I'm going Chick-fil-A, and my second pick is Outback Steakhouse. Yeah. All right. I got two picks in. Everybody's got two picks in. So far, my team has two players, Chick-fil-A and Outback Steakhouse. Solid players. All-stars. Yeah, solid, huh? Yep. All right. We'll go one more round. I'm first this time. I'm going to mark out all you guys' picks here. Is there one that you really like that we took? Oh, a lot. Really? I mean, you guys hit money. No, thank you. There's really no misses here. That's what I wanted you to say. Now I'm just trying to think, though. You know what I ordered from Uber Eats the other day? Um, on Saturday night after the Opry, I ordered P.F. Chang's to oh, go. so good, man. And Caitlin was ragging oh. me. She was like, okay, fancy night out. <laughs> 
Is it fancy? Well, I guess yeah. it is fancy. Yeah, yeah she because I was like, I really want the lettuce wraps, and ordered it. And she had been out. She went to Amy's for dinner, <laughs> and she was like, "You ordered PF Chang's? Okay, fancy night out when you're by yourself." Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna go with. Hmm. Come on. I know. I'm on the clock here. You got this. I'm gonna go with Waffle House. Okay. Solid. It's where I studied every night. <laughs> I'm going Waffle House. Lunchbox? Oh, man. You mentioned one that I like, but I, I'm not going there. This is one that maybe people aren't thinking of. And it, it's a burrito place, and it's so good. Give me Chipotle. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, dang. Forgot about that one. I didn't even have that on my list. That's good. Oof. Oh, Lunchbox? that's real. Oh, Eddie? Uh, okay, so just for the record, I did want Olive Garden. That's gone. Um, well, we wanted all of these. I you don't have to say for cheese. the record. Yeah, okay. Go ahead. I will go Eddie's going to pick like his aunt now, who made something and <laughs> lose on his last pick. Typical. Classic Eddie. No, no, no. no. Classic Eddie. No, no, no. This one's for real, guys. This is my favorite meal of all time, and I probably should have picked them first, but I know you guys would never touch it, so give me Pizza Hut. I, I, dude, it's oh, it was I on your list? It. Yeah, I almost picked it. Pizza Hut. Pepperoni mushroom, pan pizzas. Eddie, I'll trade you Outback and Waffle House for uh, Cracker Barrel. Negative. We start doing trades here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> We have one day to do a trade. That'd be funny. Uh, okay, Morgan? I think I was going to go Waffle House, too, but I think... I got to go where I worked for five years, and it's Buffalo Wild Wings. Good one. I have it here, too. Raymundo. Uh, you either ate there last night or you're sitting there right now about to get some breakfast. Give me Sonic. Oh, what? Yeah! I thought you were going to say IHOP. Yeah, I did too. Yeah, <laughs> breakf- a breakfast place. Okay. You there right now or you you went there last night for breakfast? It's Golden Corral. Wait, what? Yeah, good. Okay, so here are the teams. Go vote on the team that you like the best. I have Chick-fil-A, Outback, and Waffle House. Lunchbox has Texas Roadhouse, Cheddar's, and Chipotle. Eddie has Cracker Barrel, Whataburger, and Pizza Hut. Morgan, too, has Taco Bell, Olive Garden, and Buffalo Wild Wings. That's a good team. And Raymundo has Chili's, Cheesecake Factory, and Sonic. That's also a good team. Dang. <laughs> good teams here. All right, vote at bobbybones.com. Person with the most uh, votes wins, obviously. Nice. Let's hear from Tammy in Virginia. Good morning, Bobby, and good morning, studios. I donate plasma twice a week, and as I sit there for that hour and a half, I love to listen to you all, and I never laughed so hard than I did last week over the tasting of the foreign food. Oh, my. Everybody thought I was crazy sitting there laughing behind my mask. I love you all. Keep up the good work. Oh, thanks for that call. Appreciate that. The story last week was Mark Ruffalo, the actor, who played Incredible Hulk in The Avengers, right? That's how we yes. mostly know him. Mm-hmm. He did 500 push-ups a day to play a twin for HBO's show called I Know This Much Is True. So 500 push-ups a day, and he only had 1,000 calories a day trying to get ripped up. Mm. So I said, hey, who can do it? And every day you do it, I'll donate 20 bucks to charity. Amy's out. Lunchbox went out. Was there four of us that made it so far? Yes. And you gave Eddie a second chance. Correct. That's true. I have a call about that. Yeah. What? Let me play this call. Erica from Ohio. Here you go. Hey, Bobby. I love your show. Love the podcast. Morning studio. So I think since you're giving Eddie a second chance with the push-ups, if he doesn't do them by Monday, I think he should pay to the charity instead of you. Have a good day. Bye. Interesting twist. 
I'm not going to make you Thank do that. Thank you. That's, that wouldn't be fair, yeah. But I want to get her a voice. <laughs> let, let it be heard. Everyone has a voice. So right now, I'm going to pay 80 bucks a charity because me, Eddie, yeah. Raymundo, audio producer, and Morgan number two, our digital head. We've all done it. So you're here today. Who did 500 push-ups before today's show? Um, I'll go to Morgan number two first. I did. You did? Yeah, yeah I did. But I'm not sure if I'm going to make it the third time because my <laughs> arms are not feeling great. <laughs> I did again, too. And where I was doing them about, a, I would do 100 in a session. I had to start doing them 50 in a session. And not even at the same time. Because mm-hmm. I can do about 60 nonstop, but then it just get, it's fatiguing throughout it is. the day. Your whole body starts mm-hmm. to feel it. But I mean, hopefully I'll just be really ripped after this, you know? That's what I'm planning. Morgan did it. I did it. Raymundo. Yeah, the uh, I did it. I did it. I, the first 300 were awesome, but then it started to carry out into the rest of the day where I was hanging out with Bay, and she's like, what are you doing push-ups for again? And I'm like, I have to spread it out because I'm so sore. Yeah. But I did get the 500 in. There are three of us. Eddie. Look, guys, see what happened was. We gave you a second oh. chance. <laughs> I did them, fools. You did them? I did them. And you know, here's, here's the thing. Uh, guys, I don't know why, but I'm not super sore. Like, I'm not super <laughs> sore, maybe because I spread it out a long ways or, or what, but I mean, my, my, I may have injured my sh- my shoulder a bit, my lower back hurts, so I may be arching a little bit too much, yeah. but I'm down, dude, and I think I can do this for a long time. Can, did you count correctly? Yeah, yeah I even got my I'm kids to do sore, it. I'm not sore, though. You're not? I not know, but really. you work out. Well, you work out all the time. He doesn't. Eddie doesn't do anything, like and he's not. acting like it was the easiest Guys, thing he's ever done. Exactly. I thought about this. I'm like, why am I not sore? I carry a baby all the time. <laughs> My kids, when they don't listen to me, I'm like, I'm going to take you to your room. I pick them up, carry them. I exercise. You want to knock out 20 right now? Show sure. us that you can do it. Come on. All right, here he is, Eddie, who does. He doesn't really work out. And I wasn't shaming you at all. I actually was just proud of you. Eddie's telling Morgan what camera to put on him. He, he just seems like he's, he's acting like he's a walk in the park. All right, Eddie, here you go. 20 push-ups. That's it, just 20. I just want to see you do them. Here's our video producer, Eddie. Dad of four. We'll count them. She'll catch you on camera. Here we go. And go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. You got it now. Sixteen. Come on. Seventeen. You got it. Eighteen. Two more. Two more. One more. Get up. Got it. 20. Nice job, dude. Oh, and you're not sore. You almost died right now. Doing 20. He's dying. So you did that. Wait. Hold on. <laughs> 10 at a time for 500? You stop oh, yeah. 50 so times ha- in a day yeah, to do push-ups? Eddie. And you have I would four do 10. Kids. I would do 10. I would chill. 50 minutes later, I would do 10 more. Did you sleep? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I slept. I don't know. I'm going to believe you today. Thank you. You're on to the next day. We'll see. We'll if you all don't believe me, I'll get my son to vouch for me. He's there every single time I do it. Okay. Well, now. <laughs> I owe this is where I normally chill, guys, and then in 15 minutes I go again. All right, 15 minutes. We'll do more. Oh. <laughs> okay. We'll see cool. how truthful you are. That's good. I believe him today. Thank you. We'll see if you do him again today. Right. Come in tomorrow with it. But right now, to the build a home for a hero, which our Pimp and Joy stuff is still up for, if you guys want to help. Um, I'm at a hundred. Oh, 160 dollars. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, we've raised over $100,000 for him to, to build that house. So, and you can still go to bobbybones.com because what we've been doing as a show is, and every 4th of July uh, leading up to this, we do this. Army Sergeant Christopher Biggs went to Iraq 
He's a Purple Heart recipient. He lost his left leg because of an explosion in Iraq. He had traumatic brain injury. And our goal as a show has been to build him a house that is suited for him. You can go to bobbybones.com and buy something from the Pimp and Joy line. We don't keep any of the money for ourselves. And Amy's got the shirt on today. And so yeah. does Morgan, by the way. Morgan oh, and the, too. she has yeah, the new the dad hat. Yep. And the hat. Yeah, so be part of that. <laughs> nice job show. So far, $160 yeah. going over there, too, from my pocket. Hey, Bones, yeah. does this 20 count for my day today? Absolutely Thank it does. You. Absolutely it Thank does. Oh. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. So Alexa Williams, she's supposed to graduate in the spring, but of course the pandemic postponed all the graduations, so she couldn't have her ceremony. So what her boyfriend does and says, you know what, let's go to Virginia Beach and find a nice restaurant and we'll celebrate. Bring your cap and gown. So they go in the car, they get there, the restaurant's closed, but they keep walking and on the beach, it's her family, friends, her Mm. rowing coach, and they're all on the beach barefooted to celebrate her graduation. That's my, kind of, that's my kind of celebration. Well, and if he organized that... Baller? That is baller. That's a great move. <laughs> yeah. Nice. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. I'm a music nerd, and we started this show. I had a big music nerd out moment this weekend where I got to see something really cool and actually go and meet somebody that I was like, I just got to go meet him. So if you want to go listen to the podcast, you can hear us talk about that at the beginning of this show. So search for the Bobby Bone Show on demand on iHeartRadio wherever you listen to your podcasts, but I'm a music nerd. That's why we do this segment right here. Bobby and Eddie's Music School is now in session. Up in the morning and out to school. Well, I'll start with my lesson class. Shania Twain's first number one album turns 25 years old today, and she was told it was not country. (laughs) Yeah. Today in 1995, Shania Twain scored her first number one album with The Woman and Me, and here you go, Any Man of Mine. Maybe you know this one. Any Man of Mine. That ain't country. Come on, that's not that country. That ain't country. Man. Whose bed have your boots been under? That ain't country. I know country, that ain't it. <laughs> you Win My Love. You Win My Love. Come on. And The Woman in Me. The Woman in Me. I shouldn't hit the high note. I was trying. You hear me? <laughs> That's me, that's me, that's me. It went on to sell four million copies, and it was number one, and it was like, hey, not country. Now, that's country. It's country. That's not country, people. If you're one of them, history will look back at you at a way you don't like. Because you look at Johnny Cash, you look at Garth Brooks, you look at Shania. They were all told, that's not country. And listen to how country that sounds. Now, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the album was completely overlooked for album of the year by the CMAs because it wasn't country. But number one, 25 years ago today, happy birthday to Shania's first number one album. That's my lesson. Eddie, what's yours? All right, so Thomas Rhett is a superstar, right? But a lot of people don't know the story behind his stage name because Thomas Rhett isn't his real name. No, it is his real name. Part of it, and this is what I'm going to tell you. Go ahead. So so his real name is Thomas Rhett Akins Jr., which I didn't know he was a junior because of his dad, Rhett Akins. But his dad, Rhett Akins' full name is Thomas Red Aiken Sr., but he said, you know what, the dad had the idea. He's like, Thomas, if you're going to be a star, like an artist, and they don't want you don't want to really be confused by me, so just change your name and just go by Thomas Rhett and just leave the Red Aikens out of it. Nobody calls him Thomas. That's not his name. Right. Thomas Rhett's his first name. Well, do you remember we were backstage a long time ago, and his, I guess his uh, Laura, which is his wife now, they were dating then, and she would call him Thomas Rhett, Thomas Rhett. And I mentioned, I think we were there, Bones. And I said, that's really cute that you call him Thomas Rhett. And he's like, no, that's my real name. If you know him, you call him either Thomas Rhett or TR. Yeah, that's his first right, name. Right. Like, friends call him that. And so when someone calls him Thomas, I'm like, oh, they must not know him. 
Yeah. It's like Amy. If you don't call her Princess Amy when she comes in the room, you're like, yeah. we don't know her. You must not. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so did Rhett come on your podcast and talk about this? He did. Here's a clip of that. Obviously, there was Chet Atkins who started the whole thing. Then you had me, Trace Atkins, and Rodney Atkins. And I just said, dude, I said, not only do we have we called you Thomas Rhett since the day we were born, I just think it sounds cool. It sounds like a, a stage name. You know what I mean? It sounds like a cool name, so... And you're not going to get confused with me or Rodney or Trace or, or anybody. And, and so that's, they were cool with it. They were like, yeah, let's do that. You can check out that whole interview, too. Just It's a Bobby Cast episode with, with Rhett. So, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's awesome. And, again, I didn't know that he was a junior and senior was senior. I didn't know that. Well, so you learned as you teach. <laughs> of course. All right, close it up. Class dismissed. That was Bobby and Eddie's music school. Tomorrow around this time. I'm going to read a note from a mom. She sent it to me saying, hey, she found a vape pen in her son's room, and she wants to know what to do. So if you want to call 877-77-BOBBY and give her some advice, we'll play them back on the show tomorrow. Just leave a voicemail, 877-77-BOBBY. She found a vape pen. <laughs> we'll tell you the story tomorrow. <laughs> Crazy. But something like this, if it's happened to you, hit us up and let us know. You know, some governors are still allowing teen drivers to get their license without taking the road test due to covid Eventually, they have to go back, but it's like, well, you're 16. We trust you now. Uh, they'll still have to complete the written test regardless. If everybody here took a, a driver's test, do you feel like you'd pass, like, the written part? I don't know. <sighs> <Easily>. Not sure. <laughs> well, here's what we're going to do. On Wednesday's show, everybody's going to take a sample driver's test. <laughs> 20 questions. <laughs> Whoever loses has to pay the penalty. What's the oh. penalty? Well, there'll be something embarrassing. Okay. I'll tell you tomorrow what the, what the embarrassing. So on Wednesday's show, though, at this time, oh. everyone takes a sample drive. It's the last place person who has to do the oh, embarrassing thing. So all the tests, the, the entire test is written, nothing. I'm always a it's a written good test. at doing, you know, a, showing. I can show you what I know. It's a written test. Oh, Amy, roads become very slippery, A, when it has been raining for an hour or more. B, the day after it rains. C, for the first 10 to 15 minutes of a rainstorm. Or D, right after the rain has stopped. What? I know, I know oh. this one. Roads I, become very slippery. I, I heard you. A, when it's been raining for an hour or more. B, the day after it rains. C, for the first 10 to 15 minutes of a rainstorm. <laughs> or D, right after the rain has stopped. Why do I, I don't know if I'm making this up, but why do I feel like it's C in the first 10 to 15 minutes? Because there's oil and stuff that's getting, the rain like slicks it up a little bit. But then after 15 minutes, if it's raining that long, it washes it away. Eh? Does that, does that even make sense? Or am I just making that up? <laughs> that makes sense to me. Which one would you guess? That one. You would guess C. It becomes very slippery for the first 10 to 15 minutes of a rainstorm. Yeah. Eddie, what would you have said? Yo, it's, it's definitely C. Thank you, defensive driving. I remember that question. The answer is C. Yeah. Ah, C. Uh, yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll do better than I thought. When driving in fog, you should use your blank. Low beam headlights, high beam headlights, parking lights, or hazard flashers. When driving in fog, you should use your A, low beam, B, high beam, C, parking lights, or D, hazard flashers. I mean, I don't think you're just supposed to, like, use your hazards. Like, lots of fog? Driving in fog. I don't know. I, I, I honestly have never driven in that much fog. I know that you wouldn't take it to high beam because that seems like that would cause the it to bounce off. And 
something about the light oh, reflecting yeah. okay, off yeah, sure. the okay, you do science. Refraction, <laughs> reflection, <laughs> I obviously. I don't know well, how, but they would like counter. Go ahead. So it's either a low beam or hazards. But low beam's regular beam, right? Because, mm-hmm. okay. So you just do your thing. That means, oh, okay, that's the day you put your lights on. I mean, I did an answer. When driving in fog, you I guess you're... I guess you're low beam. Eddie, what would you say? I'm going to ace this test. That's low beam. It's low beams. Wow! Yeah. Okay, so okay, there'll be 20 I, questions. Yeah. I don't want to ask anymore. <laughs> I don't know how I know this, but... Amy, it's going to take Amy nine hours to finish this test. <laughs> it's going to take Eddie four minutes. All right, come how on. Do you, hey, how do you great. remember that from... Uh, 25 years no, ago. No, defensive driving. Every time I got a ticket, I'd take defensive driving. Every time. <laughs> so my girlfriend, Caitlin, went over to Amy's for dinner on, what, Saturday night? Yeah, it was Saturday night. We were trying to do something kind of early. It was really last minute. Didn't know exactly what we were going to do, but we had some texts going. And then finally I was like, okay, 630, I'll meet y'all there. And she replied back, just heads up, I'm going to be late. Like, on purpose. Like, she wanted to be late. And well, she, apparently, she went to your house before, and she felt like she had to get there early to keep my reputation. Oh, yeah. yeah. And she said, I got there. Amy wasn't dressed. I felt like I was in the way. And I was like, that's how you're supposed to feel. Yeah, but and, and nobody else was there yet. Yeah, she was the only so one who got there. So, she was the second to last. She wasn't the last. I think I felt bad for her on that, because I think she really wanted to be the last one to show up. But this other girl, Brittany, was the last one. So she she got there late. I was proud of her. It was cool. I was not proud of her. And I said, if we show up places five minutes early. Oh, we. Oh. We. If she's going to constantly we me. I mean, but also, too, it's kind of like she was on time based on what she told me. Because if you tell someone you're going to be late and then you show up at the exact time you said you were going to be late, then that's kind of on time. I like that. Okay. We're getting ourselves <laughs> back. I'm just always on time everywhere. But she had a great time. Oh, good. She said, um. Yeah, she's had, had a lot of fun. Yeah, I just postmated some food. There's no furniture at my house yet, so we sat on the floor. <laughs> um, Eddie and I played golf this weekend. Oh yeah, that was fun. We and I've but big announcement. I've now met my New Year's Eve, my New Year's resolution. I said I was gonna play five times this year. I just reached five times. I haven't so played in done? five years. Congratulations. I don't you're think done, I'm right? done. I could be. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm not. Uh, but we went and played, and Travis Denning played with us. Uh, you know, after a few. Mm-hmm. Do you know who that is? Yeah. Course. But after a few drinks, it's always the same. And he's been a guest host here on the show too. Super funny. God, so funny. So funny. Um, not the greatest golfer, but none of us are. But he's probably worse than we are anyway. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was good. Did that. Um, what'd you do for your husband for Father's Day? Oh, um, nothing. We just kind of hung out, laid low. I didn't even get to see my dad because mm. they weren't taking visitors on Father's Day. Oh, that's rough. I thought, what? Why? It's Father's Day, but I guess because it's Sunday and their staff isn't the same as... So I'm actually... We're going to do Father's Day tonight. Five o'clock. I have an appointment outside the window. And you still go to the window, huh? Yeah, we're still going to the window. You haven't physically touched your dad in months, have you? No, not since... No hugs, nothing. They put him in a big dinosaur blow-up costume like they do on the news. I know. seen those? I want to do something like that. I don't know what... I'm going to try to find out more this week on... If I'm there tonight and I see the other old man walking his dog in the courtyard... I'm going to be like, either I'm going to go up to him and be like, how are you doing this? What, who, are you tipping somebody? You know, sliding some money under somebody's door? Who lets you out? <laughs> can you get <laughs> they my even dad? Know you're out? <laughs> can you, yeah, can you get my dad and just bring him around? I want to take him for a walk. Eddie, yeah. what, did, what do you do with for Father's Day with four kids? Uh, just pretty much whatever I wanted. We went fishing. We did the whole weekend out of it. We took him fishing, and then I grilled. I smoked some uh, pork ribs. 
stuff like and that. You did. Why can't you bring me food sometimes? Yeah. I, we bring you food all the time. I love when you grill. Yeah, the problem is, and and I really always do think when I smoke ribs like that, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna have plenty to give to people. Like I don't. We have a lot of kids, and they eat them up quick. And ribs don't have a lot of meat, so. They're done. Fast. Can you save me a little bit? I will. I will. I want, I ordered a couple more rack of ribs, so they'll come in. I'll smoke you some. Eddie said his foster baby said his first word. He did. What is it? A little disappointed. It? it was mama. Oh. Well, that's awesome. No, I kind of wanted dada. <laughs> you know, because I, I feel, I've, I think with all my, my two kids, my kids, my bio kids, they've said dada first. Undisputably, that's dada. That was their first words, but not this one. He went straight mama. And anytime, he meant it. anytime at night, Eddie and I are talking, he's all just that baby. He's like, gotta put the baby to sleep. And that baby still can give you the proper respect. No, he cannot. What happened with that is just that the baby, like, ever since we got him, I would be the only one that could put him to sleep. And now he's like over one. He's one and a half or something now. Like, I still put him to sleep. So I got stuck with that role. What did your other foster kid, does he, he, does, he still calls you Eddie, huh? Calls me Eddie, but he says dada in a joking way. Like, He'll be like, hi, dada, you know, like that. And it's just like his way of saying, like, I want to call you dada, but I'm not there yet. How do you feel about him calling you that? I love it. I love it. I love that he calls me that. He feels comfortable enough to call me dada. If you do end up, who knows, if you adopt these kids. Yeah. You've had them for over a year now. Yes. Will they call you dad? Yeah. I'd hope so. Like, yes. would you transition your older foster kid to go, hey, man, just call me dad, not Eddie anymore? Yeah. And that's a good, that's a good question because I have not... You know, pushed him in any way, like, hey, you can call me dad, dad. It just kind of completely left. How about up to just him. dad? Like, dad, dad seems weird. He's like five. Oh, but yeah, I, I know, yeah. I know. But I think to him, that's just the only way that he wants to do it right now. Can I call you dad? You sure. You hey. can call me dad, dad too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Amy mentioned in the pile hours ago that a guitar from Kurt Cobain, MTV Unplugged, sold for six million dollars, which is insane. It's an acoustic mm. guitar he played. I have some of the other stuff from that auction list here a custom guitar played by Prince from the 1980s sold for $563,000 it's uh it's a guitar and it's got that little wave on top of oh, it oh yeah like That's the Prince symbol wave Elvis had a belt you say is it macrame how you say it mm-hmm. yeah. a macrame belt that Elvis wore about 30 times on stage the blinged out final bit of $298,000 uh yeah it's Elvis out nice Madonna's gown, an ivory gown worn by Madonna in her 1990 Vogue video, sold for $179,000. That's Who has that kind of money to buy like a dress somebody wore in a video? Man, these people have a lot of money to yeah. buy this kind of stuff. Because yeah. these are just what, conversation pieces? Having their house and be like, I don't know. Some people Maybe buy collectors. Yes, collectors, or they're investing in it and they think in oh. three, five years it'll sell for even higher. I didn't even think about that. Because a lot of the Michael Jordan stuff is going crazy high. People were selling it when after the last dance. Yeah. The because they, it's like the peak of Michael Jordan-ness. I think you're going to see it with the Mike Tyson stuff coming up soon, too, because Jamie Foxx, mm-hmm. who looks just like Mike Tyson now, he's got so bit built training for this move. They're doing a Mike Tyson biopic. Like, when that thing comes out, all the Mike Tyson stuff is going to skyrocket. Yeah, like, point. if I were investing in sports memorabilia right now, I would get the Mike Tyson stuff. And then when the movie blows up, if it does, sell it then. The guy who bought the baseballs after... McGuire and Sosa hit him. Bought one of the balls for a million bucks. Probably couldn't get twenty thousand dollars for it now, though. Wow. So it goes the opposite way too. Because oh. he cheated. Because uh, the ball, they kept hitting more and more home runs. Yeah, true. More so than cheated. And then Barry Bonds beat them both. <laughs> right. And he cheated too. Well, they all cheated. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> what I know. do y'all mean cheated? They, they steroids. took steroids. Oh. But everybody did. Yeah. Yeah. They all cheated. 
Roger Maris didn't cheat, though. <laughs> Tell him, 1961. Tell him. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> They're all using it. Whatever. Okay, that's the deal. We're done. Uh, Amy, what's going on today with you? Um, final move, and then hanging out with my dad a little bit later, and then just organizing, I think. Trying to figure out where, what goes where. What about you? I got to reset up some of my studio stuff today. Um, so just a little bit of work stuff. Got to get 500 push-ups in. We'll check in tomorrow. I've already started. You you're did be, 10. You're, you're no, 20. I, I did 20. 20. 20. See, don't undercount me. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> you did 20. Don't forget, Raimundo heads off Thursday to his bachelor party, and we'll put on the at Bobby Bone Show Instagram page the live stream of him betting that first bet. Yeah! You Follow said that. red, right? Red. It has to be red on roulette. It's oh, 9.30 central. And if he wins, then you have 500 bucks. That'll be perfect. That's the best way to start Vegas on a win. You're going to win, Ray. Yeah, oh, Eddie's lecturing Ray during a break once. He goes, dude, you're going to win. It's your bachelor party. You have to win during a bachelor party. It's first good bet. juju. Yeah. I don't believe in juju. Oh, okay. All right, that's it. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Bobby Bones. Yeah.